0: Welcome, one and all, to Tech on the Side, a podcast filled with tech tips, tools, tutorials, and everything in between. I am Jason P. Heisel, known across the internet as the Tech Spec. In this week's episode Tech Tips, Tools, freshly flipped articles ranging from an Apple Watch review to the top apps of the year for Androids, and as always, under caffeinated humor. Let's hop in and learn something new. It's time for my weekly technology tip. This week, I will do my best to share my experience of using my new Series 4 Apple Watch. Basically, everyone I've ever asked who owned an Apple Watch could never quite explain their favorite thing about it or how it helped to improve their life. Having owned and used one for a little over two months now, I totally get it, and I attempted to put my thoughts about it together in a video on my YouTube channel, Tech on the Side. When you get a chance to check out the full video, make sure to leave me a note in the comments section, and until then, here is my summary of my experience. I love my Apple Watch. Not to be too overdramatic, but I did not realize how life-changing it would actually be for me. For starters, I would say that the Apple Watch has kept me moving more than I have ever done so before. The built-in fitness tracking is both encouraging and fun. Once you set it up, each day, you start your day off with three blank rings. They keep track of your steps, exercise, and time standing. I can tell you from firsthand experience that it is super fun to strive to fill those circles and close those rings each and every day. Next up, I cannot tell you what a wonderful feature it is to be able to play, pause, or adjust the volume of whatever I am listening to on my phone with my watch. As silly as it sounds, the ability to have to not take my phone out of my pocket to make these adjustments is just ruddy convenient. I also did not realize how much the watch would help me multitask while using my phone. Yes, I know our brains cannot actually handle multitasking well, so let me try to explain it a little bit better. The short version is this. It's like when you add a second monitor to your computer. You now have two screens, so that you can be viewing something while simultaneously working on something on the other screen. I do this often with email, text, Twitter notifications, or while web browsing on my watch and phone. Lastly, with many watch faces, I can customize what I want to see aside from just the time when I look at my watch. Most of the watch faces are highly customizable so that at a glance you can see the weather, the time, your ring status, upcoming calendar events, and so much more. Aside from that quick glance of getting the info I want to see, I can tell you the watch is way less intrusive than my phone is as well. It feels like when I get a text or other notification, a quick glance allows me to determine if I need to pause what I'm doing to address the notification or continue on without having to get my phone out. And because you can choose what notifications you get on your wrist versus which ones you get on your, to pop in on your phone, you can really focus on what is important versus what you just want to be notified about occasionally. If you are in the market for getting an Apple Watch, I would highly recommend it. Keep in mind that you have a full 14 days to return it to Apple if you do not like it. And I can tell you, in 14 days, I knew that I loved everything about it. And there are always new features and functions that become available with it. It's time to check out what's been freshly flipped into my digital Flipboard magazine this week. Topping the stack, if you got yourself a new Series 4 Apple Watch, then it's the perfect time to update it to its new iOS so that you can now take full advantage of the ECG functionality. The feature I think is most helpful is that you can set the watch to occasionally take readings and notify you if your resting heart rate goes too high or too low. For all of my Android listeners, Google has released the top apps for Android. There is more than one app for each of the following categories, but I will share the first from each in this article along with the corresponding category. Topping the list in most interesting is Vimage, which is an app that lets you add animations to your photos. Topping the list in the category of best hidden gems is Slowly, an app that aims to recreate the old school pen pal experience of swapping letters with distant friends. Topping the list in the category of best self-help app is Mimo, an app that can help you learn to write code, which was named the best self-improvement app. Lastly, the best daily helper category is BuzzFeed's Tasty, which breaks down recipes into looping social media friendly videos. The article has tons of more of, of the top picks from each of those categories and a few more. So be sure to check it out this Sunday on my blog, thetechspecblog.blogspot.com. If you want to see it sooner, then check out my Flipborn magazine, Tech on the Side. Larry Fralazzo has completed quite the end-of-the-year best-of list over on his EduBlog. Be sure to check it out, including a two-part series on his top picks of the best online learning games of 2018. Lastly, Bloomberg posted a recent article about the effects of screen time on a child's brain. The important takeaway is that this is a long-term study, but the short-term effects that the research team has already noticed is that daily screen usage of more than 7 hours showed premature thinning of the brain cortex. It's far too early in the research to determine if this is a positive or a negative effect. Presently, it's just something that was discovered. Coming soon this month will be the kickoff of my Winter Webathon series on my YouTube channel, Deck on the Side. Each week, I will be posting a new video looking at the following services. Wix, Weebly, Google Sites, Blogger, Squarespace, and WordPress. I will be looking at each of the following. Does the service offer a mobile app for editing and uploading? And does it offer a mobile-friendly view of the finished website? What, if any, services can I embed onto a page? Does the service offer a built-in blogging tool, as well as a plethora of other important functions that a website should have available? Overall, I want to assess these services, as I've been asked many questions about each of these platforms, all of which I have used in the past, and so I felt it was the right time to take a look at them again and see what's been updated and changed. Be sure to check it out, again, on my YouTube channel, Tech on the Side. It's time for my favorite part of the podcast, under-caffeinated humor. Why don't mountains get cold in the winter? Because they wear snow caps. Yay! Thank you all for tuning in this week. If you're looking for more Tech on the Side news throughout the week, you can follow Tech on the Side on Twitter, where I am posting all of the links freshly flipped into my Flipboard magazine, and for those of you who prefer Facebook, just search for Tech on the Side and give the page a like. Find all the articles mentioned in this week's episode on my blog, thetechspecblog.blogspot.com. Each Sunday, I put out all of the articles along with this podcast. Just search for the Sunday Post. And while you're there, take a look at the tech tips and more. If you're listening here on Anchor, please consider favoriting my station or subscribe to my podcast in your favorite podcatching app. Just search for Tech on the Side. If you want to see more from me, hop on any of the social media apps and just search for The Tech Spec. That's T-H-E-T-E-C-H-S-P-E-C. As always, stay tuned and stay connected.